Hello, welcome to the Marketing in Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Colby Klusterman, and I'm a senior account manager at Evenbound. Evenbound is a digital marketing agency as well as a Diamond HubSpot Solutions partner located in Grand Haven, Michigan. In each episode of this podcast, we'll break down current and complex marketing questions into easily digestible five to 10 minute episodes. Let's jump into it. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. I have a um, returning guest on the show today, Mackenzie Dieter. Mackenzie, thanks for talking to me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm back and glad to be back. So always good. <laughs> yeah. So for those who don't know, which I hope you know, if you've listened to a few of our episodes, um, Mackenzie is the director of content at Evenbound. She's been working with us for seven years. She definitely knows her stuff. And we have some good episodes this month talking all about content. Specifically today, um, our question is, what's the difference between gated and ungated content? I feel like this is kind of a debate. There's definitely lots of opinions on should you gate your content? Should you not get your content? Kind of the pros and cons to each. So I think that's going to be the bulk of our conversation. And I'm really interested to see what you have to say. So let's start with gated content. What is gated content? And can you give me some examples of it? Yeah, definitely. This is a great question. I feel like it's an oldie, but a goodie. And like you said, kind of controversial, which makes it more fun. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, So gated content is any kind of content that viewers can only access after they give you some piece of information. So I think the most common way that we see this is like a subscribe situation where you put in your email address and then suddenly you're subscribed to like a newsletter or some like daily piece of content, that sort of thing. Um, Another way that you might see it is if you are trying to download something and the company asks you for like your email, your name, and another piece of information and you trade that for the piece of content. And the goals usually for gated content are, as you can imagine, to get conversions. So when somebody puts in that email address, gives you their name, then you have hopefully a qualified lead that you can then email. Yeah, probably an MQL marketing qualified lead at that point. And they might still need some nurturing uh, depending on what that content is. But yeah, definitely, definitely the big goal. And I think the main reason why people gate their content is to get that information and put those people into their sales funnel or their sales pipeline, whatever that might be. Yeah, definitely. So on the other side of the coin, we have ungated content. Can you talk us through what that looks like and some examples? Yeah, so ungated content is more what you're used to seeing online. So a lot of blogs, basically anything that you can access freely. So if like technically your website is ungated content, right? Because anyone can go there and just read everything that you have to say about your wonderful company. So that's ungated content, any kind of blogs, any resources that you're giving for free. So I think sometimes people forget that PDFs that aren't gated are still like ungated content and they can be really useful. Like um, it might not be necessary to gate every single PDF that you have on your site. Um, And the reason that you might do that is if you have a piece of content that you know is great and that people need, but maybe it doesn't signal that someone is at that MQL stage. Um, Ungated content really helps you draw in the right people and educate and nurture them to the point where you can eventually gate a piece of content and turn them into an MQL. Okay, so then what would be the goal of ungating that content? Yeah, I think the biggest goal usually is going to be SEO. So drawing in traffic, bringing some brand awareness. So if you think about it, like your social media content is also ungated and that really serves to help expand your reach, that sort of thing. And then also kind of like I said, it does serve to do a little bit of nurturing for you um, before you try and get people to convert with some gated content. Awesome. That's super helpful. 
So since we haven't really talked about gated versus ungated content on the podcast yet, could you kind of give us some best practices for creating effective gated content? I mean, it sounds like from what you said, we're all pretty used to seeing ungated content. It could be anything from like your blog to social media content. So if we do decide, okay, we want to get more MQLs, let's gate some content, get some emails. How is the best way to go about doing that? Yeah, I think like with any marketing campaign, the best way to start is to know who you're talking to and where they're at in the buyer's journey. So who is that persona? And then when you're reaching them with this content offer, like where are they? Are they in the consideration phase? Are they in the decision-making phase? What is the point of this gated piece of content? And then another really important thing is the piece of content that you're gating really has to be valuable. Like somebody has to want it enough to give them their email address because like we all get millions of emails a day we all know what it's like to be like spammed with email like do i really want this piece of content and all the emails that i know are coming with it so i think the value behind the piece of content is really important so when you're thinking about that think about like is this essential to this person's like buyer's journey and if it is then it's probably a great piece of gated content yeah, and I mean, we're smart consumers, you know, we've we've all been on the internet for however many years now, so like I know if I'm putting my email into somewhere, they're going to email me back, you know? So, it's definitely something to consider like is this valuable enough for this person to know, okay, we're going to hit your inbox a few times, but like it's going to be worth it for you. So, I that was a really great distinction. I'm glad you um pointed that out. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes like I do. Like sometimes I'll sign up for an email because I'm like, well, this seems like probably what I'm looking for and I really want to know more about them. So we'll see what their emails look like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, once you like know the value of what you're delivering, like you've decided on your piece of content, then it's time to like build the campaign around it. So the hardest part about gated content is just getting that person to convert. So you've done the hard work of creating something that's really valuable, but now you have to set up a campaign that funnels people towards it. So A landing page is really important. That has to look good to get those people to convert on that piece of content. But then the other thing is a CTA. So usually this might be like a button or some sort of like image that you use on the website to show them like, hey, you know, schedule a free consultation or hey, download our amazing guide to everything you need to know. Make sure that's placed strategically on relevant blogs, relevant site pages, that sort of thing, because that's really going to tell those ideal customers, like those people who are perfect for that offer, hey, we have something special for you. And like, this is what you need to know. So once you have that CTA and the landing page, that's really what you need to hopefully convert them. Yeah, I I think after we make that content and we go through all that effort to create something of value, we're like, okay, we're done. Whew. But in reality, there's a lot of steps that follow it to like get it in front of people and make it help them get to that content and hopefully download it. So yeah, it's not a one and done situation by any means. Exactly. And then once you've built it all, you also still have to measure it. So making sure that you've set it up in a campaign that you can actually track is really important because I mean, you've done all this work. You actually want to see like, are people downloading it? Are they responding to the emails? Do they like the content that you're offering in the emails? If you can track, like if you're starting with a content offer and you're setting people to go through like a small email sequence after they download it, like Can you track which emails they respond to or like sort of start to fall off at that sort of thing? That analytic 
component is really important to see like is this gated content doing what it's supposed to be yeah i mean it's always important to measure and improve and iterate on what you're doing to hopefully get better and better at it so we're we're never done as marketers (laughs) we're we're just never done (laughs) (laughs) keeps going yeah so takeaways action items what do you think for people who want to jump in learn more get started in gating or ungating their content and making that decision for themselves Yeah, I think the easiest place to get started is first think about what that pain point is. Like what is that piece of content that is so essential that someone's going to give you their contact information? And I think it's easy to kind of get stuck in the original like content offer sort of mindset of like, what piece of content can I gate? Like it's important to be creative. Content offers have really come a long way from what we originally, like we just started gating PDFs, right? Our product guide is now our content offer and that is a great offer. But there's so many other things we can do and consumers respond even better to now, like sign up for a demo. Can I book a a meeting? Can I schedule a consultation? That sort of thing. Like those are all considered like gated content offers, really. Um, It's just a different way of looking at them. Yeah, absolutely. My personal favorite, booking a meeting. I think that's really effective just from clients I've worked with and Uh, even myself personally, I just purchased something for our upcoming holiday party and they gave me a email and in that email said, sign up, do a quick uh, meeting with us. And I put that on my calendar and it like really made my buyer's journey a lot easier. So yeah, I think of all the ones you mentioned, they're all great, but that's a personal favorite of mine. Yeah, that's a good one. Now I want to know what the holiday party is. (laughs) It's a secret. (laughs) Um, Okay, that super, super great stuff in that episode. I love talking gated, ungated content. Um, Hopefully now you listening, you'll have more of an idea of when it's appropriate to gate content and when it's more appropriate to not gate content. So Mackenzie, as always, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you all for spending a few minutes with us. Please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya.